Um, so as I said, this is William Blake's Marriage of Heaven and Hell. It is an engraved book. And so it's all on many uh, different colored plates. It's kind of uh, the original graphic novel. It's all illuminated. And so it has more of a trippy spooky effect, I think, when you are looking at the plates. So it, it's, a, it's a rather long piece. Apologies in advance. The Marriage of Heaven and Hell. The Argument. Rintral roars and shakes his fires in the burdened air. Hungry clouds swag on the deep. Once meek and in a perilous path, the just man kept his courage along the veil of death. Roses are planted where thorns grow. And the barren heath sings among the honeybees. Then the perilous path was planted on a river and on a spring, on every cliff and tomb, and on the bleached, bo bleached bones, red clay brought forth. Till the villain left the paths of ease to walk in perilous paths and drive the just man into the barren climes. Now the sneaking serpent walks in mild humility, and the just man rages in the wilds where lions roam. Rintra roars and shakes his fires on the burdened air. Hungry clouds swag on the deep. Plate three. As a new heaven is begun, and now is 33 years since its advent, the eternal hell revives, and lo, Swedenborg is the angel sitting at the tomb. His writings are the linen cloths folded up. Now is the dominion of Edom and the return of Adam into paradise. See Isaiah 34 and 35 chapter Without contraries, there is no progression. Attraction and repulsion, reason and energy, love and hate are necessary to human existence. From these contraries spring what the religious call good and evil. God is the passive that obeys reason. Evil is the active springing from energy. Good is heaven, evil is hell. Plate four, the voice of the devil. All Bibles and sacred codes have been the cause of the following errors. One, that man has two real existing principles, vis-a-vis -a, -vis a body and a soul. Two, that energy called evil is alone from the body and that reason called good is alone from the soul. Three, that, man, that God will torment man in eternity for following his energies. But the following contraries are true. One, man has no body distinct from his soul, for that called body is a portion of soul, discerned by the five senses, the chief inlets of the soul in this age. Energy is the only life and is from the body and reason is bound or outward circumference of energy. Three, energy is eternal delight. Plate five, those who restrain desire do so because theirs is weak enough to be restrained. By it, uh, it by degrees becomes passive till only the shadow of desire. The history of this is written in Paradise Lost 
and the governor or reason is called Messiah. And the original archangel or possessor of the command, command of the heavenly host is called the devil or Satan and his children are called sin and death. But in the book of Job, Milton's Messiah is called Satan. For this history has been adopted by both parties. It indeed appeared to reason that if desire was cast out, but the devil's account is that the Messiah fell and formed a heaven out of what he stole from the abyss. It is shown in the gospel where he prays to the father to send the comforter or desire that reason may have ideas to build on. The Jehovah of the Bible being no other than he who dwell in flaming fire. Know that after Christ's death, he became Jehovah. But in Milton, the father is destiny, the son, a ratio of the five senses, and the Holy Ghost, vacuum. Note, the reason Milton wrote in fetters when he wrote of angels and God and liberty when he wrote of devil and hell is because he was a true poet and that of the devil's party without knowing it. A memorable fancy. As I was walking among the fires of hell, delighted with the enjoyments of genius, which to angels look like torment and insanity, I collected some of their proverbs, thinking that as the sayings used in a nation mark its character, so the proverbs of hell show the nature of infernal wisdom better than any description of buildings or garments. When I came home on the abyss of the five senses, where a flat-sided steep frowns over the present world, I saw a mighty devil folded in black clouds hovering on the sides of the rock. With corroding fires, he wrote the following sentence, now perceived by the minds of men and read by them on earth. How do you know but every bird that cuts the airy way is an immense world of delight closed by your senses by? Proverbs of Health. In seed time, learn. In harvest, teach. In winter, enjoy. Drive your cart and your plow over the bones of the dead. The road of excess leads to the palace of wisdom. Prudence is a rich, old, ugly maid courted by incapacity. He who desires, but acts not, reads pestilence. The cut worm forgives the plow. Dip him in the river who loves water. A fool sees not the same tree as a wise man sees. He whose face gives no light shall never become a star. Eternity 
is in love with the productions of time. The busy bee has no time for sorrow. The hours of folly are measured by the clock, but of wisdom, no clock can measure. All wholesome food is caught without net or trap. Bring out number, weight, and measure in a year of dearth. No bird soars too high if he soars with his own wings. A dead body revenges not injuries. The most sublime act is to set another before you. If the fool would persist in his folly, he would become wise. Folly is the cloak of knavery. Shame is pride's cloak. Plate eight. Prisons are built with stones of law, brothels with bricks of religion. The pride of the peacock is the glory of God. The lust of the goat is the bounty of God. The wrath of the lion is the wisdom of God. The nakedness of woman is the work of God. Excess of sorrow laughs. Excess of joy weeps. The roaring of lions, the howling of wolves, the raging of the storming sea, and the destructive swords are portions of eternity too great for the eye of man. The fox condemns the trap, not himself. Joys impregnate, sorrows bring forth. Let man wear the fell of the lion, the woman the fleece of the, of the sheep. The bird a nest, the spider a web, man Friendship. The selfish smiling fool and the sullen frowning fool shall both be thought wise, that they may be a rod. What is now proved was once only imagined. The rat, the mouse, the fox, the rabbit watch the roots, the lion, the tiger, the horse, the elephant. Watch the fruits. The cistern contains, the fountain overflows. One thought fills immensity. Always be ready to speak your mind and a base man will avoid you. Everything possible to be believed is an image of truth. The eagle never lost so much time as when he submitted to learn from the crow. 
The fox, sorry, plate nine. The fox provides for himself, but God provides for the lion. Think in the morning, act in the noon, eat in the evening, sleep in the night. He who has suffered you to impose on him knows you. As the plow follows words, so God answers prayers. The tigers of wrath are wiser than the horses of instruction. Expect poison from standing water. You never know what is enough unless you know what is more than enough. Listen to the fool's reproach. It is a kingly title. The eyes of fire, the nostrils of air, the mouth of water, the beard of earth. The weak in courage is strong in cunning. The apple tree never asks the beech tree how he shall grow, nor the lion, the horse, how he shall take his prey. The thankful receiver bears a plentiful harvest. If others had not been foolish, we should be so. The soul of sweet delight can never be defiled. When thou seest an eagle, thou seest a portion of genius. Lift up thy head. As the caterpillar chooses the fairest leaves to lay her eggs on, so the priest lays his curses on the fairest joys. To create a little flower is the labor of ages. Dam braces, bless relaxes. The best wine is the oldest, the best water, the newest. Prayers plow not, praises reap not, joys laugh not, sorrows weep not. Plate 10. The head sublime, the heart pathos, the genitals beauty, the hands and feet proportion. As the air to a bird or the sea to a fish, so is contempt to the contempt, contemptible. The crow wishes everything was black. The owl that everything was white. Exuberance is beauty. If the lion was advised by the fox, he would be cunning. Improvement makes straight roads, but the crooked roads without improvement are roads of genius. Sooner murder an infant in its cradle than nurse unacted desires. Where man is not, nature is barren. 
truth can never be told as to be understood and cannot be believed. Enough or too much. Plate 11. The ancient poets animated all sensible objects with gods or geniuses, calling them by the names and adorning them with the properties of woods, rivers, mountains, lakes, cities, nations, and whatever their enlarged and numerous senses could perceive. And particularly, they studied the genius of each city and country, placing it under its mental deity till a system was formed, which some took advantage of and enslaved the vulgar by attempting to realize or abstract the mental deities from their objects. Thus began priesthood. Choosing forms of worship from poetic tales. And at length, they pronounced that the gods had ordered such things. Thus, men forgot that all deities reside in the human breast. Plate 12, a memorable fancy. The prophets Isaiah and Ezekiel dined with me, and I asked them how they dared so roundly to assert that God spake to them and whether they did not think at the time that they would be misunderstood and so be the cause of imposition. Isaiah answered, I saw no God, nor heard any in a finite organical perception, but my senses discovered the infinite in everything. And as I was then persuaded and remained confirmed that the voice of, voice of honest indignation is the voice of God. I cared not for consequences, but I wrote. Then I asked, does a firm persuasion that a thing is so make it so? He replied, all poets believe that it does. And in ages of imagination, this firm persuasion removed mountains. But many are not capable of a firm persuasion of anything. Then Ezekiel said, the philosophy of the East has taught that the first principles of human perception, some nations held one principle for the origin and some other. We of Israel thought that the poetic genius as you now call it, was the first principle and all the others merely derivative, which was the cause of our despising the priests and philosophers of other countries and prophesying that all gods, plate 13, would at last be proved to originate in ours and to be tributaries of the poetic genius. It was this that our great poet King David desired so fervently and invoked so pathetically, saying that this he conquers his, with this he conquers his enemy and governs, governs kingdoms. And so we loved our gods 
that we cursed his name all that in sorry, that we cursed in his name all the deities of surrounding nations and asserted that they had all rebelled from these opinions the vulgar came to think that all nations would at last be subject to the jews this said he like all firm persuasions is come to pass for all nations believe the jews code and worship the jews god and what greater subjugation can there be i heard this with some wonder and i must confess confess my own conviction after dinner i asked isaiah to favor the world with his lost works he said none of equal value was lost ezekiel said the same of his i also asked isaiah what made him go naked and barefoot three years? He answered, the same that made our friend Diogenes the Grecian. Then I asked, Ezekiel, why eat dung and lay so long on his right and left side? He answered, the desire of raising another man into proportion of the perception of the infinite. This, the North American tribes practice. And is he honest who resists his genius or conscience only for the sake of present ease or gratification? Plate 14. The ancient tradition that the world will be consumed in fire at the end of 6,000 years is true. As I have heard from hell. For the cherub with his flaming sword is hereby commanded to leave his guard at the tree of life, and when he does, the whole creation will be consumed and appear infinite and holy, whereas now it appears finite and corrupt. This will come to pass by an improvement of sensual enjoyment. But first, the notion that man has a body distinct from his soul is to be expunged. This I shall do by printing in the infernal method, by corrosives, which, hell, which in hell are salutary and medicinal, melting apparent surfaces away and displaying the infinite, which is hid. If the doors of perception were cleansed, everything would appear to man as it is, infinite. For man has closed himself up till he sees all things through narrow chinks of his cavern. Plate 15, a memorable fancy. I was in a printing house in hell, and I saw the method in which knowledge is transmitted from generation to generation. In the first chamber was a dragon man, clearing away the rubbish from a cave's mouth. Within, a number of dragons were hollowing the cave. In the second chamber was a viper, folding around the rock in the cave, and others adorning it with gold and silver and precious stones. In the third chamber was an eagle with wings and feathers of air. He caused the inside of the cave to be infinite 
Around were numbers of eagle-like men who built palaces in the immense cliffs. In the fourth chamber were lions of flaming fire raging around and melting the metals into living liquids. In the fifth chamber were unnamed forms which cast the metals into the expanse. They, there they were received by men who occupied the sixth chamber and took the forms of books and were arranged in libraries. Plate 16. The giants who formed this world into its sensual existence and now seem to live in it in chains are in truth the causes of its life and the sources of all activity. But the chains are the cunning of weak and tame minds, which have power to resist energy. According to the proverb, the weak in courage is strong in cunning. Thus, one portion of being is the prolific, the other, the devouring. To the devourer, it seems that if the producer was in his chains, but it is not so. He only takes portions of existence and fancies that the whole, uh, fancies that the whole. But the prolific would cease to be prolific unless the devourer as a sea, as a sea received the excess of his delights. Some will say, is not God alone the prolific? I answer, God only acts and is in existing beings or in men. Some will say, I'm oh, sorry, these two classes of men are always upon earth and they should be enemies. Whoever tries, plate 17, to reconcile them will seek to destroy existence. Religion endeavors to reconcile the two. Note, Jesus Christ did not wish to unite, but to separate them, as in the parable of the sheep and the goats. And he says, I came not to send peace, but a sword. Messiah or Satan, Tempter was formerly thought to be one of the antediluvians who are our energies. A memorable fancy. An angel came to me and said, Oh, pitiable, foolish young man. Oh, horrible. Oh, dreadful state. Consider the hot burning dungeon thou art preparing thyself for to all eternity, to which thou art going in such a career. I said, perhaps you will be willing to show me my eternal lot and we will contemplate together upon it and see whether your lot or mine is most desirable. So he took me through a stable and through a church and down into the church vault at the end of which was a mill through the mill we went and came to a cave. Down the winding cavern we groped our tedious way till a void 
boundless as another, another sky appeared beneath us. And we held by the roots of trees and hung over this immensity. But I said, if you will please, we will commit ourselves to this void and see whether providence is here also. If you will not, I will. But he answered, do not presume, O young man, but as we here remain, behold thy lot, which will soon appear when the darkness passes away. So I remained with him, sitting in the twisted, plate 18, root of an oak. He was suspended in fungus, which hung with his head downward into the deep. By degrees, we beheld the infinite abyss fiery as the smoke of a burning city. Beneath us, at an immense distance, was the sun, black but shining. Round it were fiery tracks on which revolved vast spiders crawling after their prey, which flew, or rather swum, in the infinite deep, in the most terrific shapes of animals sprung from corruption, and the air was full of them and seemed composed of them. These are the devils, and they are called the powers of the air. I now asked my companion, which was my eternal lot? He said, between the black and white spiders. But now, from between the black and white spiders, a cloud and fire burst and rolled through the deep blackening all beneath, so that nether deep grew black as a sea and rolled with a terrible noise beneath us was nothing now to be seen but a black tempest. Till looking east between the clouds and the waves, we saw a cataract of blood mixed with fire and not many stones throw from us, appeared and sunk again the scaly fold of a monstrous serpent. At last to the east, a distant bout about the trees appeared a fiery crest above the waves. Slowly it reared like a ridge of golden rocks till we discovered two globes of crimson fire from which the sea had fled away in clouds of smoke. And now we saw it was green and purple like those on a tiger's forehead. Soon we saw his mouth and red gills hang just above the raging foam, raging foam tingling. Mm tinging the black deep with beams of blood, advancing toward, wait, 19, with a, us, with all the fury of a spiritual existence. My friend, the angel, climbed up from his station onto the mill. I remained alone. And then his appearance was no more. But I found myself sitting on a pleasant bank beside a river by moonlight, hearing a harper who sung to the harp. And his theme was, the man who never alters his opinion is like standing water and breeds reptiles of the mind. But I arose and I sought for the mill. And there I found my angel who surprised asked me, how I escaped. I answered, all that we saw was owing to your metaphysics. 
For when you ran away, I found myself on a bank by moonlight hearing a harper. But now we have seen my eternal lot. Shall I show you yours? He laughed at my proposal, but I by force suddenly caught him in my arms and flew westerly through the night till we were elevated above the earth's shadow. And then I flung myself with him directly into the body of the sun, where here I closed my, clothed myself with white and taking in my hand Swedenborg's volumes, sunk from the glorious climb and, and passed all the planets till we came to Saturn. Here I stayed to rest, then leaped into the void between Saturn and the fixed stars. Here, said I, is your lot in this space, if space it may be called. Soon we saw the stable and the church, and I took him to the altar, and I opened the Bible, and lo, it was a deep pit, into which I descended, driving the angel before me. Soon we saw seven houses of brick, one we entered, and it, it were a, plate 20, number of monkeys, baboons, and all sorts of that species, chained by the middle, grinning and snatching at one another, but withheld by their shortness of their chains. However, I saw that they sometimes grew numerous, and then the weak were caught by the plucking off first one limb, then the other, till the body was left a helpless trunk. This, after grinning and kissing it with seeming fondness, they devoured too. And here and there, I saw one savorily picking the flesh off his own tail. As the stench terribly annoyed us both, we went into the mill. And I, my hands, brought the skeleton of a body in which the mill was Aristotle's analytics. So the angel said, thy fantasy has imposed on, upon me, and thou oughtest be ashamed, I answered. We impose on one another, and it is but lost time to converse with you, whose works are only analytics. Opposition is true friendship. Late 21. I have always found that angels have the vanity to speak of themselves as the only wise. This they do with a confident insolence sprouting from systemic reasoning. Thus Swedenborg boasts that he, what he writes is new, though it is only the contents or index of his already published books. A man carried about a monkey, sorry, a carry, man carried a monkey about for a show. And because he was a little wiser than the monkey, he grew vain. And he conceived himself as much wiser than seven men. It is so with Swedenborg. He shows the folly of churches and exposes hypocrites till he imagines that all are religious. And he himself, the single, late 22, one on earth that ever broke a net. Now, here plain fact. Swedenborg has not written one new truth. Now, here another. He has written all the old falsehoods 
And now hear the reason. He conversed with angels who are religion and conversed not with devils who all hate religion. For he was incapable through his conceited notions. Thus, Swedenborg's writings are a capitulation of all superficial opinions and an analysis of the more sublime, but no further. Have now another plain fact. Any man of mechanical talents may from the writer, writings of Paracelsus or Jacob Feynman produce 10,000 volumes of equal value with Swedenborg's. And from those of Dante or Shakespeare, an infinite number. But when one has done this, let him not say that he knows better than his master. For he only holds the candle in sunshine. A memorable fancy. Once I saw a devil in a flame of fire who arose before an angel that sat on a cloud. And the devil uttered these words. The worship of God is honoring his gift in another man, each according to his genius and loving, take 23, the greatest men best. Those who envy or calumniate great men hate God. For there is no other God. The angel hearing this became almost blue, but mastering himself, he grew yellow and at last white pink and smiling, and then replied, thou idolater, is not God one? Is not the visible, this made visible in Jesus Christ? And is not Jesus Christ given this sanction to the law of 10 commandments? And are there not any other, and hmm, sanction of the law of 10 commandments, and are not all other men fools, sinners, and nothings? The devil answered, Bray a fool in mortar with wheat, yet shall not his folly be beaten out of him. If Jesus Christ is the greatest man, you ought to love him in the greatest degree. Now hear how he has given sanction to the law of the Ten Commandments. Did he not mock at the Sabbath? And so mock the Sabbath's God? Murder? Those who were murdered because of him turn away the law from the woman taken in adultery, steal the labor of others to support him, bear false witness when he omitted making a defense before Pilate, covet when he prayed for his disciples and when he bid them shake off the dust of their feet against such as refused to lodge them. I tell you, no virtue can exist without breaking these Ten Commandments. Jesus was all virtue and acted from impulse, not from rules. When he had so spoken, I beheld the angel who stretched out his arms, embracing the flame of fire, and he was consumed and arose as Elijah. Note. This angel, who has now become a devil, is my particular friend. We often read the Bible together. 
and in its infernal or diabolical sense, which the world shall have if they behave well. I have also the Bible of hell, which the world shall have, whether it will or no. One law for the lion and ox is oppression. Wow, fantastic, Nelly. Absolutely amazing. Um, I will ask you, why did you feel like you would want to share such an amazing poem with the group? And what are your thoughts and inspirations behind uh, such an amazing work? Yeah, um, I just wanted to read some poetry for spooky, um, uh, spooky October. And I think that this is a really, there's a lot of meat here for some uh, uh, free thinking recovery to think about some of these aphorisms and how they sound like program to me and how saying things sort of flipped on their head is a bit of uh, the, the kind of fun idolatry that we can get up to in here. 